Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Ruskies. much of a hand in making speeches. But I got a pretty fair idea that something doggone important is going on back there. And I got a fair idea of the kind of personal emotions that some of you fellas may be thinking. Heck, I reckon you wouldn't even be human beings if you didn't have some pretty strong personal feelings about nuclear combat. But I want you to remember one thing. The folks back home is a counting on you, and by golly, we ain't about to let them down. I'll tell you something else. If this thing turns out to be half as important as I figure it just might be, I'd say that you're all in line for some important promotions and personal citations when this thing's over with. That goes for every last one of you, regardless of your race, color, or your creed. Let's get this thing on the hump. We got some flying to do. You bet your sweets, Mr. Commie. You know, when the Fluoridation first began, 1946. How does that coincide with your post-war comic conspiracy? You realize that in addition to fluoridating water, where there are studies underway to fluoridate salt, flour, fruit juices, soup, sugar, milk, ice cream. Ice cream, children's ice cream. Listen to what he said on the air. Because all we're dealing with here, after all, is 
talk show time against a man's life, and I don't see that as any argument. I can see you're really upset about this. It's alright, it's okay. Hello. Something to live serious responsibility. Come on, Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! <laughs> Showtime! Won't you smile and blow me a kiss for this one? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, it's a talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. Hi, I was wondering if this was the same Chris T who does, um, the radio show. Um, because if it is, I think your show's really great. Um, but if it isn't, um, I'm sorry to have bothered you. Come on, bunch of pussies, red man! You want to We are rapidly approaching a moment of truth, both for ourselves as human beings and for the life of our nation. Now, truth is not always a pleasant thing, but it is necessary now to make a choice, to choose between two admittedly regrettable, but nevertheless distinguishable environments. One where you got 20 million people killed, and the other where you got 150 million people killed. I'm not saying we wouldn't get our hair mussed, but I do say no more than 10 to 20 million kill tops, uh, depending on the breaks. Schadenfreude.
Schadenfreude. How's my German? God knows I took like a couple of years of German in high school. Frau Mostowski was our teacher, and I, I retained almost none of it. Was machst du? Ach, du lieber? Uh, what else do I know? Was machst du? Means how are you? And I'd like to know. I'd really like to know. Just how the hell you are. And actually, you can call here and tell me at 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. It's Aerial View. Whoop-dee-doo. On the air. For another Friday. You know, I wasn't doing live shows for a while. And now here they are again. And the phone lines are open now for a little while before we welcome my special guest. Former SiriusXM colleague, Christina... Delano. I don't know if she's still using the Palumbo with the hyphen. We'll find out when she joins us here in just a few moments. But first, I thought we would talk a little bit about World War III. When's the last time you and I talked about World War III? It's been a minute, so let's revisit the topic. What do you say? I'm seeing World War III tossed around a lot out there now that... Vladimir Putin has decided to invade Ukraine. Second night of bombing going on there. In Kiev. You say Kiev. I say Kiev. And uh, we're going to impose sanctions. Wait until he gets these sanctions. He's not going to like it. Sanctions. And the oligarchs, they're going to get sanctioned too. And we're going to fuck everything up. And then they're going to take down our electric grid. That'll be fun. So just when you thought things were bad, friends, they're about to get worse. Of course, this is all going to have an effect on the economy. It already is. Stock market's up. Stock market's down. Inflation now on the rise because this is going to have an effect on the global supply chain. So, as I like to say, everything sucks and people are stupid. And that might sound cynical on its face, but really, is it? Is it really? So let's just do a little bit of the upside down update before we welcome Christina here on Aerial View to talk about, among other things, World War III, uh, talk radio, and the People's Convoy. If anyone's having, having it tough, it's the People's Convoy, which is the American version of the Freedom Convoy that we spoke about last week on this program with uh, Dave from Toronto. This is the Hound. NYC.com, where you can hear Hound Howls every Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Crashing the Party, doo-wop chop shop of the year, with Mark and Miriam. And again, the phone lines are open if you want to call in, 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. I started the show with the word uh, schadenfreude. By the way, I haven't forgotten our World War III conversation. We'll get to that in just a moment. But I don't want to leave you hanging because I started the show with some German. And and the reason I took German in high school, by the way, 
is because I grew up in a town called Lindenhurst out there on Long Island, about 45 minutes due east of Manhattan. And uh, the town was originally called Breslau. They changed the name sometime before. I think it was even before World War One. There was some reason why nobody liked Germans anymore. So they changed the name of the town and called it Lindenhurst. But uh, for some reason, I thought, yeah, let me let me learn German because that's going to come in so so useful. I mean, moron, you could have uh, taken some Spanish, huh? What about that? But no. I, I go and take German. And I think it was more than a year. I think it was a couple of years of German. Retained none of it. Could not. I think I could order a beer in Germany. That's about it. No, maybe I couldn't. That's, uh, no, I, I know how to order a beer in Spanish, a cold beer. Uno, uno cerveza fria. That's one, one cold beer, please. How you would say that in German, I don't know. But uh, I bet beer is universal, like the word taxi probably get a beer just about anywhere just ask for a beer maybe you'll get a warm beer drink it anyway yeah i started with the word schadenfreude which uh, the definition is pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune and i i had some of that yesterday i had some schadenfreude when i found out that this uh, person got canned from my former employer. The person who replaced our show, which was on weekdays, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the Road Dog Truck and Radio channel. This person that I had become friendly with and then who uh, ended up stabbing me in the back. So he's now out of a job, and I did feel some schadenfreude for just a moment. I don't wish uh, anybody losing a gig, but this guy has about 15 other gigs, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Now, one of the things that I'm good at, and there aren't many, I could count them on the fingers of one hand, is what I'm doing right now. Doing live talk radio. It's a specific skill set. No one understands it. No one respects it. No one cares about it because everyone thinks they can do it. Until they try. Then they realize that they're horrible at it. And no one wants to listen to them. Exhibit A is David Lee Roth. Go find some of his air checks online. And you tell me if I'm wrong. So this guy got shit canned from uh, Sirius XM Road Dog Truck and Radio. Just on the eve of the... The biggest thing to hit American trucking since the 1970s. The People's Convoy. Now, the People's Convoy took off from uh, somewhere outside of Coachella in California and is headed east. And it's actually several convoys. They're supposed to converge on Washington, D.C. in a few days. Uh, They're going to miss the State of the Union address. Apparently, but they already had to reroute because of uh, the snow that they got in Arizona, up to a foot of snow in Arizona on Wednesday. So the People's Convoy that was headed east out of the uh, Coachella Valley had to reroute. Now, one of the convoys 
consisted of one truck. And uh, that was the one that left that uh, somewhere in the north. I don't know where the hell. So it, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this goes. If they're going to pick up support along the way. And if other people are going to join the convoy. So far, there's a mix of trucks and personal vehicles, it looks like, based on the images that I'm seeing. So it may end up being analogous to what happened in Canada, which they called the Freedom Protest or Freedom Convoy, one of those two. And uh, when I say analogous, I mean that that was a lot of non-truckers and then a few truckers. So this might end up being the same thing. People who are pissed off about anything and everything who like their rights but don't want to have any responsibility. Those people. They are always bleeding about their rights, their rights, their rights, but when it comes to their responsibilities to their fellow human beings, oh well. Right now, let's welcome Christina Delano. Are you still using Palumbo? Yes, I am. Did you just welcome me on a sound effect? Well, that preceded you. No, that was before I welcomed you. Lord. I Um, could welcome you with a party horn. Thank you. That's more appropriate. All right. There Um, you go. That one truck came out of my home state of Scranton, Pennsylvania. No kidding. Wow. And why was it just one truck? I mean, why couldn't he get another truck? Nobody else showed up. Jeez. That's sad. A bigger social media presence. I don't know. Well, I'm on their page on Facebook. They have 208.8 thousand members. That's that's a lot of people. Yeah, that is a lot of people. But, you know, how many of them are on the road right now? You need to have the presence of everybody. It's nice to have online support, but you don't know who's actually clicking that. It could be a robot, you know? Yeah, could be. Well, the pictures that they're putting up on Facebook seem to show... A fair number of trucks, the ones that are traveling east from, mm-hmm. uh, where do they leave out of? Somewhere. Out of California. California, the, the uh, Indio, that area, Coachella mm-hmm. Valley, that area. Uh, there's another one rolling out of Fort Worth to join those that are rolling across New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're going to be picking up, supposedly picking up trucks all along the way. Tucumcari, New Mexico, is one of the places they're going to... They're calling themselves the New Mexico Patriots. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Christina, let's tell everyone who you are. I mentioned earlier, former SX, uh, SiriusXM co- colleague, but uh, you're still involved with SiriusXM. I am not, however. That's true. Yeah. And I, and I miss you. Well... Even though I'm working from my spare bedroom. So, I, I mean, I miss everybody. But, you know, not enough to have to leave the spare bedroom. Ha! That'd be a great name for a podcast. Spare bedroom. <laughs> coming out of my spare bedroom. Uh, so uh, we spent some time together on the Road Dog Truck and Radio channel. You would fill in occasionally, and we would co-host uh, Chris and Christina. And uh, we, generally speaking, had a good time talking to truck drivers and uh, hearing their complaints about any number of things. They got a lot of complaints, and they uh, they have a right to those complaints. A lot of the job is terrible, just terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you ever think you'd see this where uh, 
it would be Canada who would have to lead the way. <laughs> well, first, let me say a uh, shout out to Brongar and Buzzard, you know. Oh, thanks for saying yeah, Thanks for doing that. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I loved our days on the freewheeling and we had a blast there and uh, I got to meet Sam Elliott there. So, I mean, hats off to you and I owe my life to you. But um, yeah, what was what did you ask? I got so distracted by Sam Elliott. By Sam Elliott. I know. And I think <laughs> I that was before so his mustache much. had turned white. By the way, I, I'm oh, pretty sure his mustache, he was he either did... doing just for men or it was naturally like black, you know, oh, uh, I just love he can read the phone book. Is there still a phone book? He can ring the back of a shampoo bottle and I would be so happy. Anyway, ask me again. I'm so sorry. I got so distracted. You know what I stumbled on the other day? I think it was on Prime Video was that film he did called Lifeguard back mm -hmm. in the 70s, uh, mm -hmm. which I watched because it had uh, full frontal female nudity in it. But he was in it as the lifeguard who I, I was probably 13 or 14 at the time. And he plays the titular lifeguard of the title. And he's like, it's prime Sam Elliott. If you want prime Sam Elliott, track down lifeguard. I don't right. know who the hell else was in it, uh, but he was anyway. Um, and right. it's all shot on the beach in Malibu. So there's also that bonus of, uh, but, but to me, you know, when I met him, it was I was crushing on him because of the Big Lebowski. I was just like, this, mm -hmm. this is the guy, this is the narrator from the Big Lebowski, for God's sake. So, tell me about tell, it. I mean, I was crushing it. on him for the same reason. But then there's been other things since then, and I just, he's just so soothing. Ugh. Yeah, true that. Anyway. Uh, anyway. He's now in that prequel to Yellowstone, which I've never seen, a show I've never seen. But uh, mm -hmm. I think it's And also like... 1883. Yeah, right. he, that's what he's in now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, we, the show that I work on at Sirius XM is a – it's not a live show, but it is an interview show on Stars 109, and I produce it. We just had Sam Elliott join us via Zoom, and he was saying that he's he thinks that 1883 – Maybe he was telling the host Jessica Shaw this, not me. I'm behind the scenes. But he was telling Jessica Shaw that he thinks that 1883 might be his swan song when it comes to playing the old cowboy. Oh, really? He doesn't want to be boxed in anymore because he's capable of so much more. But we have no idea because he keep you know yeah. even when yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. to he a role, he could play he could play lifeguards too. You know? Exactly, but so, nobody remembers those days. You right. know, they were all thinking about him on the ranch. Yeah, so we, we, I, I would love to see what else he has to offer. Wasn't sure. that was that Lonesome Dove, by the way, that got him started on the whole? Was he in that like the whole cowboy playing a cowboy thing? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think he, he was. Yeah, but he's yeah. he's tired of being boxed in, and honestly, I don't blame him. Well, listen, no, ask any actor. That's the one thing they fear is they're going to get typecast and they can't do different things and they, they, get, they get frustrated. And mm -hmm. By the way, I don't think he was in Lonesome Dove now that I'm no. looking at the cast. Well, Who the hell knows? Anyway, I can't stop thinking of him as a lifeguard, so whatever. <laughs> what does this have to do with the People's Convoy, you wonder? Well, yeah. I don't really know. Probably nothing. But uh, I'm looking at videos now on their... Facebook page. I, mm -hmm. I think I'm even recognizing some of these names of people who were taking part in this thing. Really? And what I, what I what I was asking you is like, are you a, are you a bit surprised that this would have to be started by Canadians? Oh, by Canada, of course not, because Canada. 
I mean, they're the nicest people, I tell you. We can learn a thing or two from Canada, I think. I don't know much, but I do know that I've never met a mean Canadian. So I'm not sh- I'm not surprised that they started something and it became a success and people glommed onto it. No, because they've got that kind of, you know, spirit, whereas we're all jaded and, you know, ugh, this country, ugh. So, yeah. no, I'm not surprised at all. I think Canada's great. I think that they, uh, of course, they can rile people up and get things moving and going. Shaking. Well, now the People's Convoy is headed your way, and it's mm-hmm. it's going to screw up traffic in your town. It's uh, fairly likely that once they get to your town, the traffic is, uh, your ability to get around is going to be shot all to hell. Let me Let's tell you, my way. ability to get around is already shot to hell. I live right in the hub of uh where you know there are certain there's so many warehouses here i live in nazareth pennsylvania for those that don't know there are so many warehouses here that i'm already in a convoy every single day when i try to go to the supermarket i'm in a convoy so i won't even know really is that like amazon warehouses what are they plunking down everything fresh pet you name it we got it it's uh, it's unbelievable and they just keep building more and more and what upsets me the most is that they don't do anything for the structure of the roads. So now we've got these 18-wheelers coming in. Okay, fine. But let's widen this place up a bit because I can't tell you how many times I haven't been able to get onto the highway because these poor guys have to pull into something that was constructed, you know, when we were using our two feet like Fred Flintstone. Well, I'll tell you what's going on there. Let me see if I can, based on my years on trucking radio, if I can suss out what's going on. All right, please the, do. The warehouses are being lured to town with tax breaks, meaning they're not putting anything in to the local coffers to fund repair or upgrading of the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And so the only money that's coming in might be like state gas taxes. But if you're in a state where... They don't. They keep the gas taxes low. Then they're not going to fund. They're also not going to fund the infrastructure. A lot of mm-hmm. the stuff that you're talking about, they'd have to get the money from the federal government. And I think Pennsylvania is one of those states where they basically slap the federal government's hand away and say, yep. "We don't want any of your federal money because then you'll be telling us what to do." That kind mm-hmm. of thing. So exactly. So you're going to have crappy roads from here until uh, the place crumbles into dust is what it sounds like to me. No kidding. Well, it's a shame, but uh, I'm sorry to deter you from the convoy, but I'm, I feel like I am living in my own convoy day after day. It's it's <laughs> it's funny because convoys were outlawed in the 1970s after these trucker protests that inspired the C.W. McCall song Convoy came about based on the fuel crisis of the early 1970s. And truckers were upset about the price of diesel and they wanted fuel released from the strategic reserves, which is, I believe, happening now. I think the other day Biden said he is willing to tap into the strategic reserves and release gasoline and diesel onto the market to bring the price down. For my car, the cost of uh, premium is now like over $4 a gallon. It's $4 (laughs) and change. You're buying... 87 octane you're paying 379 around here what are you paying out there by you it's about 378 379 unless i take my ass to costco where i'm a member and can get it for about 360 something yeah that and (laughs) and maybe go out and get a car that gets uh better than 20 miles a gallon mine does not but it was cheap so you know there's that 
But uh, for years, we heard from drivers, I think from the very first phone call we took on the show in 2006, we heard drivers saying we should shut down for a week and show everybody exactly what it would be like to live without trucking, without having stuff brought to your place. Now, to your uh, store, your local store where you can go and buy it. Now, obviously, if these people's convoys are happening and they're coming from all over and these truckers, truckers are getting together. First of all, I, I would will, I'd, be, I'd be willing to bet they're independent contractors. They're not driving for a company because you're not going to take your company truck and join a convoy. So these are independent owner-operators who book their own loads and basically can set their own schedules. So they've all decided to take this time off to join this thing and head to Washington, D.C. But that also means a lot of loads are not being delivered right now. So there's going to be a lot more stuff that you're going to go to the store to try to buy, and it's it's not going to be there. Um, what are they asking for? That's a damn good question. There are no vaccine mandates here. I was going to say I'm, this I'm confused about the vaccine discrepancy because I I wasn't aware that they had to abide by something other than you know proof of that you're protected in some way shape or form or that you don't have it i don't know i don't even know what the rules are they jump from house to house you know what i mean like it, the it the fact that it's not the same consistent through all the states is maddening and doesn't make any sense but um but these are the same people that yell about states rights and how states rights should be everything so come on knock right. it off well, here's Here's their mission statement. Do you want to hear their mission statement from Please, their Facebook sure. page? It says, Americans love our freedoms and love the Constitution of the United States of America. This convoy aims to bring back our freedoms, our civil liberties, and bring an end to all unconstitutional mandates. This is about our rights as well as the freedom of future generations. It's not about political parties, but more so about a government that has forgotten its place and has no regard for our founding fathers' instructions, the Constitution. Hmm. So they see huh. a lot of things as unconstitutional, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Um, have you been to their website, by the way? The peoplesconvoy.org is their website. It's very sophisticated. I don't know how quickly they put this together or who put it together for them. But you've got news being updated constantly. You've got their official press release. You can download the PDF. You can view the routes of the different convoys. Although when I click on that, all I see is really one convoy. So mm-hmm. I don't know uh, what that means. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, though. Aren't they going? Uh, aren't they supposed to be hitting Washington for a certain thing, and they're missing that thing? They. For the State of the for Union President address, Biden's yeah, State of the Union, yes, right. Okay. But so, their their schedule has them getting into Washington D.C. on the evening of Saturday, March fifth. So, I don't think there's a State of the Union address that happens on a Saturday. Something mm-mm. tells me probably not. No, it's so on they're going to see gonna... you next Tuesday. Ooh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. P- pretty, the Scranton, uh, pretty good. The, I'm reading that the Scranton group of one truck and a few. Um, personal cars will make it by that time but and 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 uh but the rest of them will not there's also a storm that swept through a lot of the united states that threw a lot of stuff off so sure did turn my whole neighborhood into an ice skating rink let Mm. me tell you (laughs) so 
they they released a statement. If you go to thepeoplesconvoy.org, they have their statement PDF, downloadable, uh, where they say, quote, this convoy is about freedom and unity. The truckers are riding unified across party and state lines and with people of all colors and creeds, Christians, Muslims, Jews, Sikhs, Mormons, agnostics, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Native Americans, Republicans, Democrats. What about atheists? Are Mm. they welcome? Come on. All individuals are welcome to participate by either attending the launch gathering on Wednesday, February 23rd, or by getting in their own vehicles and following the big rigs towards the East Coast. Jesus. Uh, Their message is simple. It says here, the last 23 months of the COVID-19 pandemic have been a rough road for all Americans to travel spiritually, emotionally, physically, and not least financially with the advent of the vaccine and workable therapeutic agents, along with the hard work of so many sectors that contributed to declining COVID-19 cases and severity of illness. It is now time to reopen the country. The average American worker needs to be able to end run the economic hardships of the last two years and get back to the business of making bread so they can pay their rents and mortgages and help jumpstart this economy. To that end, it's time for elected officials to work with the blue-collar and white-collar workers of America and restore accountability and liberty by lifting all mandates and ending the state of emergency as COVID is well in hand now. And Americans need to get back to work in a free and unrestricted manner. What do you think of that? Uh, well, I, I'm on their website right now. I'm wondering what the $855,000 in donations has gone to. A good question. <laughs> and I'm wondering what other money is behind this or who else is behind this because we found out the one in Canada there was uh, a lot of astroturf going on. It was not a, so much a grassroots organization. Mm-hmm. It was being funded by some very far right wing organizations. So are we going to find out the same thing here? What are we right. going to learn about this? Now, again, I said earlier, truckers have a lot to complain about. And Lord knows it's it's a horrible job. I don't know that this is the best way to uh, go about getting attention for what they think is wrong uh, by screwing up everybody's uh, day mm-hmm. and day. making it yeah, yeah week, life. month, life, and by making it hard to go down to the store and buy st- stuff. So right, well, my yeah, and also my concern is for you know those that require things for healthcare and, and you know that they rely on in order to stay alive um those kind of things concern me also yeah i i don't i don't know what the answer is obviously i'm a nobody from nazareth pennsylvania that's you know loves sam elliott and upset that the roads are shitty but uh i just i don't know what the answer is and and what would you what is the approach that you think would would be effective the most effective route to take to get their message across and their point across. Well, I think uh, in D.C., you know, it's all about the lobbying. And Mm -hmm. I think either join a pre-existing organization like the Teamsters or create your own and let your voice be heard in the halls of power and not by like an insurrection and breaking into the Capitol. That's not what I mean. (laughs) I mean by having representation there in Washington, D.C., and I don't know that this is effective representation. It's a big uh, public relations thing. People will Mm -hmm. talk about it. 
but I, I would imagine a lot of them are going to be complaining about it. Yeah, is for sure. when they're talking about it. They're, they may or may not be on your side, whatever it is you're looking for. Um, the People's Convoy, it says here, is being run by Freedom Fighter Nation, a hastily assembled organization headed by Leah Dundas, human rights leader, quote, human rights leader and defender of freedom and seller of vitamins. She first came. <laughs> she's got a side hustle. She's got a side hustle. Uh, a lot of people selling vitamins and supplements nowadays. You'd be surprised. Dundas she's came. part of an MLM. I can't believe it. Like a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, my God. She's going to like, sell me leggings next? What are we talking about She here? is literally, uh, yeah, she's going to bring you your system. She came to the right wing's attention with her unhinged performance at an Orange County, California school board meeting. Her anti-mask and antics earned Dundas an invite to speak at the insurrectionist extravaganza on January 6, 2021. She she actually spoke there. You could see her speech on YouTube. And is she getting arrested for anything? Is she going to prison with the rest of them, or did she not step foot into the Capitol? Uh, that's a good question. Um, she is filmed marching towards the Capitol that day. She even ascended Traitor. the steps of the Capitol, but they can't find any images of her in the Capitol. So she Still has not in my eyes. been arrested for the events of that day. Here's what she said when she spoke at the rally. Quote, you are far better off fighting on your feet, being prepared to die on your feet than living a life on your damn knees. Fight on, fight for your country. Fight for your president. Fight for everything that is important to you. And never forget that what you are fighting for is freedom. And without it, you have nothing. Now let's get to it. Unquote. Okay. Just a question. Um, fight for your president. You mean you mean the guy that, that just told a room full of rich people that how smart Putin was and then started bragging about how well he knows him? That that president? Oh, yeah. That, that, that's the guy that we're going to support? That pile of human garbage as i like just to needed it. to clarify because i yeah. wasn't what is happening it's all how it's, is it it's, happening it's, like this listen why do you think i uh, i called my news segment the upside down update because if you've ever seen stranger things we're in the yeah. upside down and we have been for a while and i don't know when things get right-sided again i don't think they will i think this country has lost its mind collectively and I fear for, you know, whatever comes down next. I am hoping to uh, claw my way to the grave in the next, uh, oh, let's say 20, 30 years. I hope it's 30 years, even 40, but it's it might be more like 20. So by the time I check out, this is how cynical I've become. The shit will have really hit the fan mm. because the effects of climate change will make life a living hell in most places. And uh, unless uh, Detroit, I heard Detroit is going to be pretty well protected against climate change, the effects of climate change. And by the way, they're luring people there. They want people there. They'll sell you a house for like a dollar if you go and move to Detroit. So I don't like the weather in Detroit. Yeah, but it's going to be fine in 10 or 20 years. The yeah, I know, but I, I, if I got to get, get there from the start, you know, so that right. I'm one of the OGs. I'm not ready to move there yet. Yeah, I still it's, have some uh, time here. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> so so uh, the trucker protest, just to, to wrap this up with a bow, because then, then we could talk about talk radio and World yeah. War III. Um, the trucker protests are headed to your town there. If you want to see... The route of the trucker protest, again, uh, you can go to peoplesconvoy.org. They'll also tell you everything you need to know about if you want to sign up and join. Uh, whatever it is you want to do, 
to rest- by the way, I didn't know the nation's constitution had been suspended. Did you did you hear anything about this? I did this? not know either. My uh, brain is a dumpster fire, and all I do is sit on TikTok all day. So no, I did not know this. Well, these people are all over TikTok. Apparently, there's a lot of these uh, <laughs> not guys. Not my algorithm. Really? What are you getting fed? A lot of news about uh, the new. Uh, uh, Kanye West documentary. And no, I watch a girl Rihanna's... from Staten Island eat food all day. I, like I don't even know who I am anymore, Chris. Honestly, this pandemic has changed me. When I met you, you uh, weren't that person. You weren't just watching other people eat, whether they lived in Staten Island or anywhere else. <laughs> By the way, are they eating like Staten Island food, or what are they eating? Uh, sometimes, oh, you know, right. sometimes. Other times, it's just random whatever's in their kitchen. They swear they're not stoned, but they eat like they are. So I don't. Are know they doing this on. topless or something? Why are people? No. Why do people mm-hmm. care? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in it for the boobies. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, what what is anybody in it for? Is there another aspect of this, or are they just eating food? I mean, they're just eating food. Some people find. The way that they enjoy food satisfying. Some people find the way that they eat the food satisfying. Some people find the noises of them eating the food satisfying. Other people want to kill themselves when they hear people eating food and chewing. But, you know, you like what you like. I I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I downloaded this app at the start of the pandemic, and now there is more food on this thing as I scroll. It's either recipes or somebody eating the recipe, and I'm here for it. I'm right. here for it. Is it anything like those videos where they play some uh, classic rock and roll for two young dudes who hear it for the first time? Is anybody eating food for the first time and like either spitting it out or mm-hmm. otherwise? There, are, there really? are a few people that have food phobias. I relate yeah. to them very much because, as you know, I have food phobias. Remember when you tried to give me Dwayne Reed sushi and I, it was, oh. That was a brilliant on moment on radio. Tongue. It really was. I bought you sushi at the, at the uh, yeah, the Dwayne Reed. Not only at Dwayne Reed, but down in the subway, Dwayne Reed. In the Reed. subway. <laughs> oh, Beneath God. Rockefeller Center, Dwayne Reed, yeah. Next to the pizza rat. That um, that's exactly right, and you know what? Yeah. You didn't, did you? I, I'm trying to remember if you ate it. Did it you eat went on my tongue, and it yeah. was fuzzy, and I couldn't handle it. Right? I, okay. It was terrible. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. So yeah, there are a couple of people that um, they they address their food phobias. They try stuff for the first time. There's some people that like to eat, you know, in their car and just talk about nonsense. I don't mm. know. Then there's also these people that live in their car in their van. Do you know that the Planet Fitness is mostly just occupied by people that are there to use the shower and plug in their electronics? Can you I, believe that? I Here's what I know about Planet Fitness. Like every time, like when the uh, New Year celebration rolls around and I put on New Year's Rock and Eve mm-hmm. with Sweet Tea and we go to watch it, it's nothing but Planet Fitness hats. Stupid, stupid Planet Fitness hats. And I... Mm-hmm. And I I said to her this year, I said, I can't take it. I can't take the plan of fitness. I, I can't take it. And we, we, I, I think we waited until it was exactly midnight and the ball dropped and that was it. We turned it off. Yeah, so, $10 yeah. a month. And then these people that live in their vans that might be listening to us right now. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, they use Planet Fitness. They get Maybe they'll work out, but probably not. And then, the, you know, they'll plug in their, their shit. They'll take a shower. They'll get some water out of the the jug there or the fountain there. They'll fill up their stuff. Mm-hmm. Out the door they go. Maybe they'll get a quick massage from the chairs, pop into a tanning bed if they want to. Out the door they go. I don't even know. Like, how did this happen? What? I think it happened what? because it must be cheap to join Planet Fitness, and I know, so but people like, are... it's just 
crazy to me that like there are so many people that are just living this way and I don't know. I, the, the, so many people that have realized because of the pandemic that a nine to five is not for them. And so they go and make like life work for them. And here I am terrified to make anything work for me. I've got Stockholm syndrome and shit in a bucket in the basement. And I'm just fascinated by these people that put themselves out there. By the way, if you do some most ridiculous thing in the world and then you, you become interested in it. It's well, crazy. have you tried doing TikToks? Have you shitting oh, in a I'm bucket in the basement in or no? Myself? No. I'm oh, okay. I was going to say, I mean, you think maybe... people want to watch me shit in a bucket. Actually, I'm I saying if people watch Penny, from yeah. people watching me shit in a bucket. You never right. know. Look, I mean, TikTok, I haven't even opened it ever once because I'm afraid of what the hell is in there. And Your brain will turn I, into a dumpster fire. It, it don't already, do it. It already is, and I, I yeah. really don't want Well, you know, that, here, here's so. the thing. I started with this whole TikTok thing, yelling at my, my, step, my kids to get the hell off TikTok because they were on it constantly. It started out as this little dumb app where the, you'd see random children in the street having like convulsions doing these weird dances for 30 seconds right yes. and that's what that's what it started out as yes and then it grew into so much more and it's actually kind of dangerous for children now i wouldn't recommend that for anybody yeah like haven't people died because of tiktok challenges oh i'm sure yeah I yeah mean, the, the the dumbest things happen on that on that app and but also the most interesting thing like you i, I have learned so much about what happens, you know, after you die, there's like, you know, the autopsy, all the little things that they stick in you and, and what happens, you know, when they're, when they're cleaning you out. Questions that I have stayed up myself asking myself, you know, at three o'clock in the morning that I don't actually research because I'm not really sure if I want to know it. I stumble upon it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, that's what that is. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's got its... It's got its pluses and its minuses, but its minus is definitely that my brain is a dumpster fire. So which horseman of the apocalypse is TikTok? That's what I want to know. I wonder. I wonder oh. also about the talk radio because, you know, you and I came from a golden era of live talk radio <clears throat> that was heard coast to coast on this new thing called satellite radio. And now in our last, during our last conversation which didn't happen in front of a bunch of people, but we were talking about like how much live talk radio is still going on there uh, and apparently not a lot. Yeah, it's not as much. Uh, we definitely have a lot of uh, podcast stuff going on now, and I miss, I really miss the aspect of, of live radio. There's, you know, there's a couple of stuff still yeah. going on there. Obviously, Howard is still live. Howard is still there, but he, Jim, uh, he Jim hasn't Sam left. There. His basement in the Hamptons, it sounds like, since the pandemic started. So, right. Well, I mean, who can blame him? Famous germaphobe. <laughs> what who, does he need to leave for? He's a bill gazillionaire. His studio <laughs> in his basement is better than, I would imagine, like 99% of the uh, quote-unquote actual studios in the country. So Yeah, yeah no, why would I'm he entertained, leave? I can tell you that. But there, yeah. there's, there's, lo there's some stuff, but not a lot of stuff anymore. And mm. um, do you? Uh, here's what I'm hoping. You know how, like... Uh, uh, record players are trendy again and like yes. they're selling them at urban outfitters and these yeah. kids think that they're so cool because they have these record players yeah. do you think that like eventually we're gonna cycle back into it you know so like live the, the, talk like radio the, the real live talk radio not you know i have a podcast kind of but like you know you from you know the 70s 80s 90s whatever you know what i'm saying and like be with jay thomas and that kind of you think that'll cycle back in again ever 
You know, that's a good question. It actually might because I, you know, podcasts are dead on arrival. They they don't really have a lot of it's happening live now in the moment sort of momentum to them. Mm-hmm. And even when you can figure out how to get people to call your podcast while you're recording it, it's still not a live interaction. Where I mean, what did Andy Cohen call his show? What watch what happens live. Mm-hmm. So listen, listen what happens live, and that's the beauty of talk radio that's happening live. It it happens, I think, on a local level in a lot of places still, mm-hmm. but that tends to be either horrible right wing politics shows or syndicated also stupid like sports around shows. Here, yes. nothing is local live really. You know, yeah. that that's worth listening to. It's some it's some you know morning zoo crew in ohio or something like that yeah syndicated down here right and then they just uh they don't have to pay for the programming is what it is they just yeah and it's garbage it's garbage garbage. (laughs) it's complete garbage meanwhile they could put you and i on in the morning and they'd really have something yeah we would it would be awesome it would be fantastic uh it's never gonna ever circles back again you know my number I do, and you know, look, I'm trying to uphold my own little corner of that whole world by doing this every Friday, and it, you can hear it on the internet. But there's something about the power of that platform of satellite radio, and it's, it's it is discouraging because I used to say to them all the time when I worked there, "Hey, suits. The only real differentiator that we have is live talk radio. Why aren't you flogging that? You keep flogging the music channels." You give ZZ Top a channel. There's nothing wrong with that. Give Neil Young a channel. Fine. He probably hates the low-resolution audio. You give the (laughs) Beatles a channel. Like, the Beatles need more exposure. But really, you don't say a damn thing about the live talk radio unless you're talking about Howard. That's it. That's, That's the only thing that ever got any attention there. And, yeah, they have to give him attention. They They're paying him a lot of money still. But the thing that I thought made that service unique was live talk radio and it it sounds to me like it's no longer a priority there so mm. too bad I mean, about that yeah i guess they're just rolling with the times and uh there was nothing like those days of the original content when we got to really explore um satellite radio like you know it was still new when we when we were there so yeah. And then it, he, was, it was something that was it was so exhilarating and so thrilling every single day. Like I remember being so excited to go to work every day and like taking a nap, you know, in the afternoon and waking up and running out the door because I thought I had to be at work. You know, like all that kind of adrenaline and stuff is it, I, I miss that feeling. So I do hope that, you know, we can get that back one day. That would be nice. All yeah. right. So in the moments that we have left, and I know I've kept you longer uh, than I said, oh, it's and I okay. apologize. My husband can wait for dinner. It's fine. All right. Do you <laughs> have any uh, odds you want to put on uh, World War Three breaking out in the next oh, six God. months to a year? Oh, God. I feel, I feel like it's all coming down to a head tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I, I'm so sick over all of it. I Another thing that's ha- that pops into my algorithm is live footage from people that live in Kiev that are, you know, sitting in their apartment underneath a, a kitchen table and a and a and a and a, a rocket zooms past their window and then the baby's crying hysterically and I'm so sick to my stomach about this. And also just the fear of at any moment, poof, we can all be gone. At any moment all of our 
communications and connections could be gone. It's just, I don't need, I hate it so much. Oh, I hate it so much. I am crossing my fingers and uh, hoping, and I guess we should fill up the bathtubs with water. And what else do they say you should do if you're going to be without power for days on end? But smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, that's, I I need to make an (laughs) order then. Uh, But yeah, I I fully expect, I wouldn't put it past Putin. Don't Mm. put it past Putin. Hey, that'd be a great that'd be a great segment if we still had a show. <laughs> Go put it past Putin. Oh my you, god! You need a little bit of production on that. You'd have yep. to have a little bit of production there. Some game show music under as a bed for yeah. sure. Yep. Absolutely, and you would spin a wheel, and it would be things we wouldn't pass. We wouldn't put past Putin. Mm. I would not put it past him to. Pull down the entire electrical grid of the United States. Absolutely. And I wouldn't put it past him to do it with his shirt on. I feel like he would do it shirtless with his nipples out. And, yeah, and he would be getting aroused while it happened. (laughs) Exactly. I have no doubt about that either. Exactly. Uh, All right. Well, it's been lovely speaking to you, Christina Palumbo Delano. And Thank you. How's uh, your husband, John, and... The... John is great. Marty is wonderful. I know we share a, a pet name. So yeah, we like, have a Marty too. Yeah, like my name's Chris. Your name's Chris. You have a Marty. I have a Marty. Whatever. Um, no, Marty is wonderful. The girls are good. Everybody's good. You know what? I want to talk to you at at one point. I want to let you know. I feel like every everybody in my house had COVID. By the way, they're all healed, yeah. but I'm the only one that hasn't had it. So maybe we should do. You know something around this. Let's let's figure out a study of why I'm the only one out of my entire family, 35 people that didn't get COVID. You might mm-hmm. have what that that very rare natural immunity. I mean, there's, I know. You know people who go on and on about that online and claim it's a thing. You might I be can't one of them. Believe it, because I never had the chicken pox. So this is something that we should uncover the next time we get together. That means you won't get shingles either. So that's good, Yay. right? Winning finally. You finally. <laughs> things are looking up for me. It's always it was a, a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. One of these days we're going to meet IRL again. Yeah. So let's get a sandwich. Yeah, I'm going to get sweet tea in the car. We'll ju- we'll just head west and meet you guys all right awesome all right good to talk to you christina Palumbo on aerial view this show will replay on tuesday by the way at 6 p.m eastern time and then it becomes a podcast wherever you get podcasts and that's in any number of places i have not deplatformed myself from spotify by the way maybe i should in solidarity with neil young wouldn't that be something me and neil young working together that would be something uh, also on Sundays at 3 p.m., don't forget the Hound Howl comes your way. And then at 5 p.m., crash in the party with Mark and Miriam, the doo-wop chop shop of the year. You've got those doo-wops on vinyl. We are rapidly approaching a moment of truth, both for ourselves as human beings and for the life of our nation. Now, truth is not always a pleasant thing, but it is necessary now to make a choice, to choose between two admittedly regrettable, but nevertheless distinguishable environments. One where you got 20 million people killed and the other where you got 150 million people killed. Mr. President, I'm not saying we wouldn't get our hair mussed, but I do say no more than 10 to 20 million killed. Tops. Uh, depending on the group.
You've been listening to Aerial View on thehoundnyc.com. This show replays Tuesday at 6 p.m. And then uh, stay tuned. It'll become a podcast shortly. Thanks again to Christina. Here's something for my old band, the Nihilistics. Why, that's me on guitar. Oh, let's go back. Let's go back to 1982. Things suck then, too, by the way. This is Eartha Kate again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver. Have a perfect day. Wow.